Welcome to Story Talks, where we discuss the practices that engage, motivate, develop, retain, and attract people to businesses. We'll give you principles and tools based on real-world stories to leverage listening and storytelling to become a better leader and management professional. Story Talks is produced by Narrative, a company that focuses on personal storytelling for business. Welcome to Leadership Story Talks. In this podcast, Julianne Ryan and myself, Jerome DeRoy, discuss ways in which we can create more engagement in our lives, especially at work. There are more people who identify today as disengaged at work than there are who say they feel engaged. So we come from Narrative, which is a company that focuses on engagement, specifically engaging businesses and their audiences through the power of listening and storytelling, employing a seven-step method to do so. And in this podcast, of course, we, uh, we talk about a lot of different things uh, with a lot of different people. And today, it's going to be me and Jules talking, um, because there is something that we felt we needed to have a conversation about. And that's really that we live in this VUCA world. Um, and if you don't know what VUCA means, uh, it stands for volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. And I don't know about you, Julianne, but for me, it really resonates. <laughs> Correct. Old term that's gotten revived a lot lately, um, old military term. So Google that. Google the history when you're mm. finished listening to us. Yeah, because there's so much swirl. We have 24-7 media. And, so, and it's important to really look at what's creating stress when you're managing a group and how to deal with it face on and acknowledge it. And I think a lot of the work we do is teach people how to listen and give feedback. So yeah. I was curious to see how you're taking in all the recent chatter in news that's riling up people about what they're, what's next and on the horizon. So how does a leader address this? Right. Well, I personally am trying not not to hide under a rock. Um, sometimes I'd like to, <laughs> but uh, but you know, it's because it, it it does feel like an onslaught of just. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, really terrible headlines um, between inflation, you know, the, the, the R word of recession and mm -hmm. you know, all, all, these, all these things that are just kind of coming at us, um, war, et cetera. I mean, it's one crisis after another, not to mention that, you know, the, the COVID is, is around still. And so, so, yes, so how do you be in the face of all of that? And, and uh, especially, I think, as leaders, so I think, you know, for me, what I'm kind of taking away at the moment and what's been helpful is to go back to, you know, and you, and you alluded to this, is to go back to listening and to sort of not necessarily listening to the onslaught of information we're getting, um, because, I mean, you have no choice, so I'm, I'm obviously listening to that, but it's more about listening to yourself and noticing what are the obstacles that are emerging and and what's the quality of those obstacles what are they about you know mm -hmm. if it's about fear what's the fear about for you personally rather than kind of projecting something that you're getting from the outside world and i think as leaders this is really important to be able to identify where those obstacles are and to make yourself vulnerable to them in front of your own people so in other words to actually say you know i am afraid. I am anxious. Uh, I am nervous about this. And in the face of all of that fear, to be able to say also, I have a story that leads 
us on a different path, you know? And maybe that story doesn't necessarily come from my own experience as a leader, but it may come from the people that I'm listening to, right? So the moment that I open myself up and say that I don't have the answers, that I don't have ready-made solutions to this moment, and that I'm here to listen, that's going to open something up. And I'd be very curious to see, you know, the impact of that, because, you know, at this very moment, but I know from experience that I've seen that, you know, in, in different situations where people, you know, show that kind of vulnerability. And instead of, you know, employees or, or their managers, et cetera, their leadership leaving the room or saying, we can't trust that person. It's actually the opposite. They lean in and they're now, mm -hmm. oh, you're, you want me to take in, take in some space now. It's not just about the leader having all the solutions and communicating those in a really great way. It's now you're, you're actually opening this up to me. Oh, great. Okay. Let me see if I can engage. Maybe I've got a few questions first, you know? Um, so, so I think it's about that. It's about creating the space for, for people to be, to be heard and to voice whatever obstacles they have. And I think it's also important because when you do that, if the, I've seen managers and I've seen executives who are very artful at gathering information and collecting and taking the time to hear from different parts of the organization, once they showed proof or data of having those chats, people are more apt to buy in to when they're getting ready to say, and this is what we have in control of. This is what we can do to make the change, et cetera, because they've indicated they've, they've done their homework and not have just gone in with blinders saying forge ahead, just, you know, man or woman up and deal with mm -hmm. it. It's showing more context. So it's not like you're necessarily going to do a whole song and dance act, but you're taking those analogies of what you heard from different parts of the organization and folding into, and that's what makes us different. And that's what we're going to do next. So mm -hmm. I think that's, um, very important. And you're making a good point about leadership isn't about knowing all the answers. It's knowing how to find the answers for your team and listen to them and getting perspective, good, bad, and ugly sometimes. And I've seen people who didn't do a good job of that. And it was very frustration and also took the organization on a bad path. Mm, yeah, 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 exactly. And I think that's the danger, right? You, you, you put people in, in a, it's paradoxical, because you come in as the leader, uh, and if your attitude is, I have to show people that I've got solutions for this problem, for this crisis, and that I know exactly what we need to change to get us there. But the truth is that maybe you don't <laughs> have those. And so that communicates, even if you're coming up with solutions, that sort of way of being, you're going you're gonna to seem a little shaky. And if people start mm. to question or want to add to whatever mm. it is that you're saying, you might actually respond in a defensive way. Mm -hmm. um, that's, and, then, and then you're leaving everybody in a kind of a situation of mis distrust, where they're not mm -hmm. actually trusting what you just said, and they go back and do it their own way. And now you have inconsistencies all over the place, and nobody's really following. Uh, there's no through line. You know? mm -hmm. so, so I think one of the things that you can do to sort of reset is just make sure that you're aware as a leader of like, what is it that's getting in my way right now? What is it that I don't have answers to? What are the questions I really need to ask of my people and perhaps outside counsel or whatever it might be? And, you know, and that's, you know, once you've got the questions, then you know where to go 
and who to go to to ask those questions. Um, and, and so I think it takes a lot of humility to be able to say, you know, I, I don't have all the answers. Mm. And, and there is a level of anxiety that I understand. It's not just you, my employees who, who have that. I have it too. Um, and, and if you can tell a story around that, uh, around, you know, these themes that are coming up, the VUCA, you know, volatile, uncertain, complex, ambiguous. If you have a story that can bring that to life for your people, I think it's going to humanize you and it's going to make you a better leader. And then you're going to start to hear stories in response and people are going to be much more thankful to you for creating a space where they can actually voice what their That's obstacles are and what they're feeling at the moment. Um, rather than, you know, sort of ignoring that or saying, don't worry, we've got solutions and we're going to put this strategy in place. We'll see you in six months, see if it worked or not, you know, um, but rather you're kind of putting your, yourself in a position of receiving and you're, you're keeping track, you know, you're following mm -hmm. up with, with whatever it is that you decided to say to your people. And the, the honesty does help. I mean, uh, everyone is always concerned because I, there's one man that keeps coming to my memory. I call him Mr. Good News because he led the organization, but he'd never want to hear anything negative or a problem or a situation. So everything was hidden or repackaged to the detriment of everybody who was working. And it, it just postponed issues that needed to be addressed. And it was just a foolhardy way to, to approach mm -hmm. uh, their teams. But it, it gave me a good lesson to carry with me going forward. So a balance of perspective and pivoting. And the more you can just sit down and just be frank and, and keep it in one place um, and then move on, you're going to get some more buy-in from your staff. So mm. that's, so I'm glad you brought this up today. Our favorite, not favorite, but our, our big term of the moment we've been referring to. Yeah. Now. Sounds very, yeah. Space agey, but it does help. <laughs> right, exactly. And I think it's good to also uh, uh, try to, to make it a little more concrete what it actually means. Uh, and, and so thank you for, uh, for also kind of giving that perspective. And, uh, you know, I, I guess what I, what are, are we ready for our takeaways? <laughs> yes, I think we are. Where are we keeping Great. it short? <laughs> Great. Because uh, I, I, I'd like to sort of give people a little bit of a sense of like, you know, how do I, how can I, do this myself in terms of you know, all the things we talked about, the listening, the obstacles, and then the stories. But one of the things that I, I, I really take away from this conversation and just thinking about that acronym VUCA um, and what to do in the face of it, A, you know, really want people to understand that, go back to listening. I know that you're probably, uh, I mean, if you're anything like me, I'm very goal-oriented and I like to find solutions very, very quickly. So it takes something for me to take a step back and just listen. And I mm. think that's what we need to do at this moment, you know? So number one is take a step back, just listen and don't do it for, you know, hours or months or years, but just, you know, just notice what's going on with you in response to what's going on in the outside world and do that by identifying clearly, even naming what are these obstacles that are coming up for you? You know, is, is it an emotion? Is it physical? What is it? And, and write all those down and start to share that with people and see what that does, see what the impact is. Maybe you hear their obstacles. It's going to help, you know, take something that's out there and slightly inchoate and make it a little more real and probably relieve a lot of that anxiety. Number two is to then think about the stories that are that you relate to, you know, the experiences that you've had in the face of volatility, in the face of uncertainty complexity, 
um, you know, an ambiguous world, right? When did you actually experience that in your own life? You know, maybe it's as a child, you know, I mean, it's, it's all the time, right? But mm-hmm. I think going back to those experiences, but also how did you overcome it? Because that's the story arc, right? There's a challenge, we overcome that challenge and we find solutions, right? So re, uh, you know, going back to those experiences, I think is really important because it's going to help you sort of build your confidence and the mm-hmm. trust that you can get through this. And then I think the third thing is to view the future as a story, you know? So now we're talking about stories of the past and how have I dealt with this and overcome them? Well, now what does the future look like? You know, put yourself two years, uh, you know, into the future and see if you can write the story of what's going to happen, you know, um, based on your own experiences of overcoming these, these obstacles. And I think acknowledging the other person's experience or the team's experience to get them to extract that listening, bundling it into information you can use and stories and vignettes to inspire and bring people forward into mm-hmm. purpose. And the act of transparency to the best you can in an organization is, is, a, is it a pretty important gift you can give your team and each other. Because right. when you have something to tell them, they're gonna give you much more um, buy-in because they, they have some history of you're willing to share, you know, the good news, the challenging news, and then sometimes um, the very good news. Yeah, 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 of course. Well, uh, thank you, Julian, uh, for these great insights. Um, and thanks to our, to our listeners for, for tuning in. As always, uh, you can find out a lot more about uh, this, uh, you know, this topic and many other topics around engagement and storytelling on our website, uh, narrative.com, N-A-R-A-T-I-V.com. You can, if you want information on how you can find, craft, and present the stories that'll engage your audiences like nothing else has before, please feel free to reach out to us. Uh, We're both on LinkedIn. Our website has a contact form where you can reach out to us there as well. We are ready to, to listen to you. And uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your your podcast so that you don't miss an episode. Thanks so much. Thanks, Julian. Uh, Thank you. uh, I'll see you next time. For more information on the narrative listening and storytelling method and how it can help your business, go to narrative.com.